Are you interested in making your money work for you? Or are you interested in investing into the stock market or into the crypto market? Hi, my name is Anthony Jr. and I have a free offer for you today. You can sign up by using my referral link and be able to get a free stock of your choice through the Robinhood app. Go ahead and look in the actual description of this segment and copy and paste my referral link and sign up today for your free stock. Well, now let's get into today's segment and happy investing. Remember everyone, safety is health. What's going on everybody? Anthony Jr. here and thank you for tuning into the Safety Realm where safety is health. And in today's segment, we're going to be talking about respiratory protection and our PPE series. And listen, let me address the elephant in the room. I know a lot of y'all have been wearing face covers. You probably don't care nothing about respiratory protection. But let me tell you, uh, a lot of us are very uneducated about respiratory protection. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying we've been putting face covers on and we've really been thinking like nothing can happen to us. Uh, we've been putting literally cloths on our face, right? And we're thinking we won't get sick at all. And we're thinking we're fully protected sometimes. Not everybody, but some people. Um, and believe it or not, respiratory protection is something that needs to be researched. It needs to be defined, okay? It needs to be researched and defined. And a lot of us um, have been putting stuff on in relation to COVID-19 to try to keep from getting contaminated or um, being uh, asymptomatic, we call, and not transferring that to somebody. And let me tell you, the, the main thing that I have been seeing everybody that I do think is the best, um, the, the, the best, if I can say respiratory protection that people have worn, it's going to probably be the surgery mask in regards to COVID-19. But the cloth on your face <laughs> and on my face too, uh, let me tell you that, that, that right there ain't really protecting you from much at all. You can feel your breath through that thing, right? That just shows you, you know, how those little small holes that you can't see with your actual eye are actually there, right? So now let's go ahead and let's talk about OSHA's respiratory protection standard. What is um, OSHA's definition of this? In the control of those occupational diseases caused by breathing air contaminated with harmful dust, fogs, fumes, mist, gases, smoke, sprays, or vapors, the primary objective shall be to prevent atmospheric contamination. And so basically the OSHA standard when it comes to respiratory protection is how can we prevent the actual internal system of the human body from being contaminated by outside contaminations? Which is again, which is why we had the COVID-19 um, mandate for wearing masks to try to prevent transferring it or getting it from other people. Okay, now there are 10 different types of forms of respiratory protection, but let me tell you all, they're not all rated for the same thing. Let me go over this list again. You have dust, fogs, those are two different things, right? You have fumes, mist, gases, smokes, sprays, or vapors. 
there's so many different forms of different contaminants, right? That a person can get from respiratory protection. I mean, not from respiratory protection, I'm sorry, from, from the actual work environment and different areas where we're working. And so respiratory protection is the filtering process of certain contaminants, right? That can be filtered to provide clean oxygen or clean air to the human body, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and name the 10 different forms of respiratory protection now. The first one um, for air purifying respirators is what most people call a dust mask and it's like a half mask filtering face piece. And then there's a elo mask, there's a elo uh, elastomeric, that word always trips me up, um, half mask respirator, a full face piece respirator, and then you have a tight fitting full piece respirator which is power operated, and then you also have a half tight fitting face piece respirator which is power operated as well. Now those are two different um, forms and I want to say categories of respiratory protection. They're not necessarily all the same. However, if you look at what I said, the last two are power operated. So they do have those, you know. Now nobody's gonna be, you know, in just any work environment wearing power um, operated face piece. And the reason why is because it may not necessarily be required. So a half, uh, a half mask filtering face piece, which is a dust mask, in most cases is not rated for a place that has high levels of gases, right? It's, it's not the same thing, but it may be rated for silica exposure contaminants. It can filter those, but it may not filter actual gases or fumes. And that's why I say you have to actually do your research on these things to get that working knowledge. Now let's go to the other ones. Oh, as a matter of fact, let me say this. You have to be really according to the OSHA standard, fit tested, if you're really gonna be fully protected. I want you all to understand, that's the whole point of being fit tested. So every human being doesn't have the exact same facial features, doesn't have the same bone structure, you know? And so I may be able to wear N95 masks, you may be able to wear N95 masks, but they may not fit both of us correctly because we haven't been fit tested to actually know that, right? And so on these next ones I'm gonna talk about, for air purifying respirators, these specifically you do not have to be fit tested for because they are loose fitting. They're designed to be loose fitting. And these could be like hood, um, hooded powered air purifying respirators. And they also have a, a loose fitting power air purifying respirator. And then they have atmospheric supplying respirators, okay? Which provide clean air from an uncontaminated source. And these, you can get them in forms of tight fitting. You can get these in form of abrasive, tight fitting, blasting respirators with continuous flow, tight fitting, self-contaminated breathing apparatuses, which um, can provide pressure in different demand modes. And so there's so much. <laughs> what I'm telling y'all, this is deep, right? It's so many different forms of respiratory protection and not all of them are rated for the same thing like I said before. You also have something called the assigned protection factor. And so with this, you would definitely have to get into your research here because with the 
assigned protection factors, they all do not protect the exact same levels, right? So let me tell you something, you all something I know for sure. You have the N95 mask. And when you do your research on the N95 mask, that means that it's able to process contaminants that's rated for that mask up to 95%. But then they also have respiratory protection that's called a P100. The P100 is not processing 100% of contaminants that that mask is rated for, but it's processing 99.99%, which is 1% from 100. And so everybody, I don't wanna stretch this out, but I'm telling you, when it comes to respiratory protection, it's definitely advisable if you're gonna be in a particular work environment where you know you may be exposed to different types of fumes, gases, vapors, sprays, to always do what we call a job hazard analysis or a JSA, a job safety analysis. So you may, if it's especially, if it, especially if it's something you're not used to dealing with on a normal basis, you may have to hire somebody to come in or, um, you know, get a safety consultant, somebody you know, a good friend of yours, you can get a safety consultant to come in and have them actually assess the job before you put your men and women to work in that environment. And so respiratory protection is definitely um, something that I think every company should have in their safety program. Uh, I would be totally surprised if any safety program didn't have respiratory protection, especially if you're working in construction, especially if you're going to be going from site to site doing different work in different manufacturing facilities, um, because you may have a job site or a facility where there may be a requirement for you to wear certain respiratory protection in those areas because they may be doing specific types of work. And so I'm not gonna drag this out. I hope that this information helped you all today. Again, my name is Anthony Jr. Remember safety is health. I hope you all have a great, great, great day. And um, I might do safety toe boots, I might not. I, I kinda think it's self-explanatory. So I, I may not do safety toe boots because I pretty much have covered everything except for that that I can think of. Um, but respiratory protection was one that I felt I really, really um, needed to kind of wait for it, for it to be the last one. And the reason why is because I knew it was gonna be very detailed, very big, um, because respiratory protection is not really something that we deal with on a daily basis. Uh, most people didn't care about respiratory protection at all until COVID-19 hit anyway, so. But I hope that you all got some good, profitable information out of this. If you did, share this with a friend. God bless. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.